this is as real as it gets. The number you have reached, 911, has been changed to a non-published number. You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. Give it to me, baby. All right, welcome to the UCW Radio Show. As you guys know, on this show, I bring on some motivational, inspirational people that are across all lines from Hollywood, from entertainment to sports to authors and so on and so forth, people doing good things. And my next guest, I'm telling you, if I can channel my inner Stanley, I would make a superhero comic book and I would call her the caretaker. And she is a caretaker. I'm going to bring her on. Her name is Lisa Nigerian. Lisa, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. I, I, I'm missing my cape. Yeah, you need your cape. You, you know okay. uh, but you know the thing is, if people knew the things you you do, and they're gonna know now on this show, you know the things that you do. I'm excited about you coming on because we were able to tell this story, and I want you, you know, because I know you're doing stuff on the nonprofit end. You're also doing stuff on the people end, okay? And for those that don't know, you know, Lisa, you know, Pete Nigerian is your husband. He's on CNBC. He's a big to-do, but we're not talking about him today. We're talking about you because you are a big to-do in your own right. So now I, I want you to share with us what you, uh, the, the, the Twin Cities Lime Foundation, how did that come about? How did you do that? Wow, that's a big one. Uh, so yeah, I am. Uh, I, I do refer to myself as the caretaker, and I do because of a couple of different things that I do in life. And Twin Cities Lime is definitely my biggest one right now because I am saving lives, and that's super important to me. So I struggled for 16 years undiagnosed with Lyme disease. I've had it now for um, going on 22 years, and um, it has completely changed my life, as it it does with anybody with Lyme disease. Um, it is more prevalent than AIDS. It's more prevalent than breast cancer, hepatitis C. Um, it, it's, it's, it's an unknown disease because people, it's, it's so convoluted. It's so complex. Mm -hmm. People don't truly understand it. So because I went undiagnosed for 16 years, um, and when I was finally diagnosed, I decided that I was going to start this foundation to help people get properly diagnosed so they didn't have to go as long undiagnosed as, as I have gone. So our mission at Twin Cities Lyme, at Twin Cities meaning uh, the Twin Cities of Minnesota in Minneapolis and St. Paul. So that's where we're located and that's why we're called Twin Cities Lyme Foundation. Um, and what we do is we grant those who are in need um, we, we give you, we provide a grant for you to see our Lyme literate practitioner. Mm -hmm. So I liken it to, um, a pregnant woman delivering a baby. She would never go to a dentist right. to deliver her baby. So you would hope if, not, you would hope that'd be a little scary, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> you, haven't dentists, um, started to get into like cosmetic surgery they're doing all types of stuff they're doing implants and everything i don't know what's going on but we don't want that here lisa what i want to do i i want to reel it back a little bit because okay. what you know you said something important about lyme disease going undiagnosed you went undiagnosed for 16 years a lot of people you know don't understand what it is i don't have a full understanding of what it is and i think that 
it's important for people to be aware because you can have this and not know. So, I mean, how did you, you 16 years not being diagnosed, how did you come about to, uh, being diagnosed and how did you, how did you go 16 years without knowing? Yeah. Crazy. Right. Yeah. Um, there's nothing worse than being sick and not having any idea what you have and going to doctor after doctor and, um, and, and, and having them say, Oh, you're healthy as a horse. You know, you look great. Um, you seem to be feeling fine, but inside you're super, super sick. I'll turn that off real quick. Um, so it started out my very first symptom was my hearing loss so i've lost my hearing in my left ear and what i do hear rings really loudly oh, wow. so i thought it was just a a function of allergies in in july i thought okay i have allergies we lived in um just outside of chicago at the time mm -hmm. and then after that so i went to an ent I went to, I've gone to so many specialists of, you know, all of my different symptoms. Oh, my heart hurts. So I go to a cardiologist or I have a migraine. So I went to a neurologist or the hearing loss and I go to a ear, nose and throat guy or gal. So, um, so I had just all these symptoms. I had hearing loss. I had vertigo. I had migraine headaches, oh, wow. uh, heart palpitations. My joints hurt. I was lethargic. I had all of these things going on and I was a young mom. Wow. I had young kids at the time and um and you know moms will always say well i've been up with the kids i'm running i'm driving them all over i'm doing all these things and of course i'm tired mm -hmm. and my neck hurts because i've been sitting at the computer all day long or um you know you, you can make an excuse for everything that you have i have a migraine well because i've been sitting in front of the computer screen or mm -hmm. uh you know the weather's not great outside and right. so after a while, I, I really thought I was kind of crazy. And then we moved to Connecticut and that's where Connecticut, that's where Lyme disease first originated in Lyme, Connecticut, mm -hmm. um, L-Y-M-E, a, a, a group of moms back in the seventies had kids that, um, that all were showing the same symptoms mm -hmm. and they couldn't figure out why all of these kids were sick in the same little community. And they figured out that they had all been bitten by a tick. And so that's where Lyme disease oh, originated. Wow. So when I was in, in Connecticut, I got really bad. I was bedridden for a very long time in 2010. And I actually had been tested for Lyme disease. That's the number one hot spot in the nation is out on the East Coast. And everybody and their brother seemed to have had Lyme disease at one time or another and had caught it and taken care of it. And I had been told a couple of different times, hey, you might have Lyme disease, you should go get checked. So I did. And um, unfortunately, I tested negative. So I didn't think that I had it, mm -hmm. but Lyme disease is tricky. It can, it, it, it lies, it, it can break the blood brain barrier. A lot of diseases can't, so it can affect you neurologically oh, and it wow. can hide in your system. And so it will lie dormant at times. So you can have a false positive or a false negative. Or, you exactly. Know. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, wow. So um, that's what was happening to me. And so, and I didn't know enough about Lyme disease, so I didn't treat it as such. And I was, I was sick for a very long time. And then finally I tested again. Um, I had somebody here in Minnesota. We then moved to Minnesota and I've had somebody here in Minnesota who, whose wife unfortunately had taken her life because she had Lyme disease and she suffered from such horrific migraines oh, and wow. left him a, um, if you're reading this, I'm gone letter and taped oh, it wow. to the bathroom mirror and had taken herself to a, um, a nearby park. 
and left her license and everything on the dashboard of her car and took her life. And um, it makes me sad. Oh, because that is sad. That's very sad. Has she found us and our and our and I didn't I didn't have a foundation back then. Right. He's one of the reasons why I started the foundation. But had we been in effect at that point, I think that I could have helped her. I've had right. a couple of different people say that had they not found us and gotten help that they needed, they would have done the same thing. So very sad. But um, I mean, you had a rough. I mean, you going through this, it's it was it's very bad for you, but it impacted your family, you know, your kids, uh, your husband, your 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 dogs. Because and 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 people may think I'm joking. I'm not because you you you're you're taking care of all these living beings, so Absolutely. it impacts them as well, and they don't want to see you in in any type of pain. So it must have been rough for the entire family. Yeah, it's difficult when the captain can't drive the ship. Yeah. And, um, and I consider myself that um, many moms and, and wives are the core mm -hmm. of, of a family. And I definitely um, have tried really diligently to be that. So, yes, uh, when you I are, you are that I got to say that unequivocally, you are that I just well, want to throw that in because it is important, you know, because moms. You know, I mean, they, they, they don't come in, they don't wear the capes, you don't see all this stuff, but they are the ones that hold everything together. Just yeah, so, if we could yeah. get paid for all the different positions that we <laughs> that, that we carry, we would uh, we would be billionaires, right? Sure. Um, so yeah, I um, I finally um, met met this guy who was working at our home, who um, whose wife had Lyme disease and sent me to her doctor and that was where i finally tested positive and then it all made sense to me um yeah. i had so many different symptoms that didn't match up and lyme disease was the piece of the puzzle that connected everything and it it just it really it really made sense and so that was when i thought you know well i need to help other people mm -hmm. i need to help other people who have been in my same that are in my same shoes um you didn't so have but you didn't have to do this though Oh, no. I mean, no. but you felt an obligation to. I did. I felt like I wish that somebody would have been out there for me um, like that to help me. And, and, and had, had I been able to find somebody like me or like our foundation, I, I could have not suffered for so long. Mm -hmm. And there may have been a greater chance to eradicate the Lyme disease. I will have it for the rest of my life until they find a cure. and. Um, and that's because it it has snowballed in, inside of me because it, I haven't taken care of it for so long. I mean, 16 you know? years is a long time for something to fester inside of you and kind of mutate and try to, hey, I'm going to have a party here, yeah. have a party there. And that's basically what's been happening all this time. And as you guys can hear, Lisa's a very busy woman. Very busy, but she's Sorry, taking, no, you're, that's good. You're busy, but the, the, these are people that are clicking in. They want to know what you're doing because you're doing something amazing. And I mean, if people don't get inspired by your, what you're doing, then I don't know what will inspire them. And, but I want you to talk further about that uh, because at, at the end of the day, you know, you sitting with that disease for so long, untreated, undiagnosed, just sitting there, you know, and other people out there probably have it and don't know. 
Absolutely. You know, I mean, look, we're not doctors here, but you've been through this. So you uh, above most people can, you know, kind of spot some signs that may prompt someone to say, hey, I should go get a Lyme disease test just in case. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and they have to be careful. That's one thing that I would like to caution everyone about is where you're getting that Lyme disease test. Mm -hmm. Because if you're going to the emergency room or your general practitioner, or your internist that you've been with for the last 25 years, or you're going to the urgent care on the corner, they are accurately not going to, they're not going to give you an accurate reading on your, um, on it, your blood test could come up negative and they don't really know what to do. Like I said, a dentist should not be delivering a baby. So you need to get the Lyme literate practitioner. Um, and, uh, we can help you with that. You can, you can, um, inquire you, uh, with us. You can also go to a, a website, ilabs.com, International Lyme and Diseases Association. Um, I-L-A-D-S dot org and you can put in your zip code and you can find a Lyme literate practitioner close to you to get a proper test done. Um, we are at TwinCitiesLyme.org. You can look on our website for symptoms. We also have an assessment. Um, we're not doctors, um, but we do have an assessment to guide you to our doctor mm -hmm. to get you in. Um, to get properly diagnosed. Not only, not only do ticks carry, so Lyme disease comes from a tick. Right. I, if you don't know, typically a black-legged deer tick, but there are different ones throughout. There's the Lone Star tick down in Texas. There's a Rocky Mountain spotted tick, Colorado, Ohio, that area. So there's a couple of different ticks. There's a bunch of different strains of Lyme disease, but they also carry something called a co-infection and there's about 20 different co-infections. Okay. So you can have a myriad of different combinations of co-infections and Lyme disease that really screws you up. So we're like fingerprints. There are no two Lyme disease patients alike. Okay. And that's why it's even more difficult for a regular doctor to try to diagnose Lyme disease. So, and also if you, if you, if your, if your blood test comes up negative, a Lyme practitioner knows the questions to ask and the signs to look for in order to treat you. And the telltale usually is get you on a regimen of antibiotics. And if you do something called a Herxheimer reaction named after Dr. Herxheimer, okay. um, and a Herxheimer reaction is, is similar to, um, the, the, the die off of the toxin die off of, um, chemo. So what happens when you take, when you have Lyme disease and you take antibiotics, it's killing off the bacteria mm -hmm. and the toxins explode into your blood system and they make you sicker. Oh, wow. So if you don't have Lyme disease, the antibiotics are probably not going to have this effect on you. But if they are killing, if, if the antibiotics are killing off the bacteria, you inevitably will have this Herxheimer reaction. And that's kind of the telltale mm -hmm. that most general doctors don't know about. So, oh, wow, that, that, that's incredible that they have, they have the antibiotic, which makes whatever is inside of you. Well, as you said, explode, and now you're going to get sicker because now it's, it's not it's not consolidated into one area. Now it's like okay, we're going all over the place because it's like you know you got you got flies in a in a pan. Once you shake it, they start flying all over the place. So that that's what's happening there. Yeah, I, I so would imagine the bacteria of Lyme disease under a microscope looks like a corkscrew. Okay, and then when it gets into your system. It it gets bigger and badder, and it morphs into something that's kind of like a cyst. And so, what happens is over time, 
it just keeps growing bigger and bigger and bigger um, and runs through your bloodstream and wreaks havoc in your system. And then when you start taking these antibiotics, it kills that cyst and that cyst is what breaks open and bursts open into your bloodstream and releases all these toxins and makes you sicker. So you have to, when you're going through treatment, you have to drink a ton of water. And, um, you know, I, I always say do dry brushing on your, on your skin, get into a, an Epsom salt bath to release these toxins. Saunas are great. Anything you can do to release the toxins. Everything's coming out of you in one way, shape or form is just releasing from your body. So it's not a bad thing. It's a necessary evil to er eradicate this from your body, but the damage that's done is done. That's not reversible. Right. Or is it? Um, it no, it can be. Um, I don't know that I'll ever get my hearing back. I think it's it's damaged my nerves so much that um, I probably I think most wives they just they're good with that because they don't <laughs> Well, it's good for most husbands too because they yeah. get a second chance at what they say. Everybody always gets a second chance with me. So um, yeah, you know, there's there's a lot of things. Like I have heart palpitations and I attribute that to Lyme. I'm so sorry. I don't even know how to turn that off. You're, you're busy. Sorry. You're busy. We know. We know. It's, it's fine. Don't worry. You don't worry. But go continue. Continue. Let me try to turn these things off up here. Anyway. You're going to wind up turning me off and then the show's going to end and that's oh, it. We, we can't. We have people that are watching. They need so, to see it. They need to hear. Go ahead. I, I won't turn you off. Um so um, some of these things, I have these heart palpitations that have transitioned into many different um, types of symptoms. Um, at, at first, it started as heart palpitations, and it, it's like if this was my heart, it felt like this at times. We just kind of moved. Now um, it's kind of morphed into sometimes so bad that it feels like somebody's sticking a hot poker in my in my heart. Takes my breath away, hard to breathe. To, to this day, right now, this is something that you deal with right now. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry uh -huh. to hear that. Yeah. Thank you. Um, hard to sleep on my left side sometimes, and sometimes it feels totally normal. Right. So, at my height of symptoms, I had 60 of them. Wow. Um, I have to go through the list again and see which ones are no longer here with me since I've been on treatment. But on a regular basis, I struggle and there's so many things that come into play and not to gross anybody else but menopause you know i've got mm -hmm. a bunch of hormone imbalance stuff going on mm -hmm. um it's create i've got leak, leaky gut syndrome which is attributed to taking a bunch of antibiotics and having lyme disease so i have a tremendous amount of inflammation in my system um i could go on for days lv i really could i um I, there's, there's a lot of different things that I've got going on. And so it's a tough battle trying to figure out what to heal first. I've got a bunch of mold toxicity. You know, do we, do we, my doctor is brilliant. Dr. Jonathan Otten at, at um, I'll just give him a shout out at um, uh, Northern Lights Medicine in White Bear Lake, Minnesota. He's brilliant. And it's, it's tough at times. I just got off of a Zoom with him. It's mm -hmm. tough at times for oh, him. We don't talk about that stuff on this show. We don't talk about that company. But go ahead. <laughs> He's out there. He's just out there. Um, but uh, I, you know, I was talking to him about, well, what are we going to fix this month? Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to work on my gut to take to take away the inflammation that is driving 
a lot of these hormonal imbalance symptoms and you know what's driving what are the co-infections driving the lyme is the lyme driving the co-infections i mean it just it gets so convoluted so you must have I, a flow chart going through it to, to try to figure everything out yeah and i it, it it's 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 rocket science really and i'm not a rocket scientist mm -hmm. but all i can do at my level is 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 be the security net and and try to be that security blanket mm -hmm. To help people get on the road to heal, they they at least have to know we need to get you in, get you in for a diagnosis. Mm -hmm. And let me let me ask you something, Lisa. You know, um, has, are there any other cases out there where people weren't diagnosed with this for as long as you have, and oh, yeah. and they're, they they have like sixty, a hundred different things going on, and they're trying to fix it as well? Absolutely. Um, we don't hear a lot about this stuff. Well, we here's, here's a couple of good examples. So Chris Christopherson, so the original Star is Born, right? Mm -hmm. They thought he had Alzheimer's disease for years and years and years, and he was in a wheelchair and couldn't perform and couldn't speak. Mm -hmm. And then was, um, then was diagnosed with Lyme disease and treated and has completely reversed his symptoms. So you were asking earlier about symptoms. Wow. Um, he can walk, he can talk, he's been performing. I mean, he's older now, he's in his 80s, but um, um, yeah, he- um, he's, he's an a, original badass, and I'm glad, um, um, I, I, I like hearing that, you know, he, he's gotten better. A shocking misdiagnosis. Iconic singer and actor Chris Christopherson originally told by doctors that his memory loss was due to Alzheimer's or dementia, but it turns out it was actually caused by undiagnosed and untreated Lyme disease. How in the world does that happen? All right, Lisa, I have to interrupt you for a second. You know, with your foundation, you, you have in gallows, you have all this stuff, and you're helping these people. It takes money to do that. You know, granted, you can be a gazillionaire, but you can't go fund all this yourself. So how, how are you getting the community involved? Because that's what's a part of it. And how are you raising funds for to help these people? Right. Um, well, I... Like I said before, um, you know the guy the guy who was helping me um, with some stuff in my yard where his his wife had uh, taken her life. Um, he and I were talking, you know, talking about doing this foundation, and I said, "Okay, do you want to be our first board member? And we need to raise funds, and let's start doing a gala." And then um, a very good friend of ours, Don Felder, who was the guitarist for the Eagles for so many years. Um, he had texted one day and said, Lisa, I am, I am finding that so many of my friends have Lyme disease and I know that you have it and what can we do to help? And I said, come play at my first gala. And, and then I set up a gala and that's what we've been doing. That's how we raise money. So he was our very first, he was our inaugural band at our, at our um, first gala. And we are now through, this will be our fourth one. Our, this last, last year's of course was virtual mm -hmm. and this year's virtual as well. And then we've had two physical prior to this. Okay. So, um, so that's what we do is we raise money. Um, and quite frankly, the virtual ones have been great because people can save money on plane tickets and hotels and mm -hmm. high heels and they can spend the money to be able to support. And so that's where we get all of our money. We have a couple of great corporations. We have a really nice rapport with target target mm -hmm. is based out of Minneapolis. And so, um, they're one of our largest supporters as is RBC wealth, mm -hmm. um, okay. financial management. 
And um, yeah, we've got some a couple of good corporations and we've got a lot of individuals that are very passionate about helping and it's made a world of difference. So that's how we raise our money. Oh, no, that's fantastic. And, and the galas every year, what, wh when do you have this gala and, and how does that work? Is that by invitation only? Do people, you know, how does that work? We, um, we have always done it in September um, for reasons more of just people being so busy and out of town and we wanted to be able to get as many people as we could to, um, to um, come to our gala. So, but this year we've decided to do it in May. May is Lyme Awareness Month. Mm -hmm. And so it's very really appropriate that we do it in May. So um, we, um, this year it's a May 21st, it's a Friday night okay. and it will be virtual. And on our website on twincitieslime.org, we will have a link. If you go to our events page, mm -hmm. uh, we will have a link there where you can log in. It's a free event. And um, we, this year, we have Jonathan Kane as our um, entertainer. He is the keyboardist for Journey. Okay. And another friend of ours. So he's a great guy and incredibly generous. He is going to do a, about a nine to 10 minute medley of Journey songs. And then he is also a Christian singer. So a little bit later in the show, he's going to do a Christian song as it relates to Lyme disease and um, you know, having faith and hope, um, you can feel all of that, whether you believe in God or not. Um, it's all something that relates to Lyme disease. And then at the end of the show, he was the writer of Don't Stop Believing. And he's also um, written a book with that same name. And we are selling those books at the end of the show, along with a couple of different live auction items that we have. He okay. is um, giving us a um, Stratocaster, a signed Stratocaster that we're going to be auctioning off. But then he's going to do kind of an unplugged version of Don't Stop Believing along with um, uh, a, a, a description of why he wrote the song. Oh, that's so, awesome. And you, and you have you have the live events where people are looking at virtually. They're watching the entertainers. They're able to uh, bid on auctions and get involved with the organization in real time. Right. Yeah, oh, it, it, I think it'll be great. It'll be a super fun um, event. It was really great last year. We had a ball. It is me and um, and one of our local um, newscasters, Frank Vassalero, who mm -hmm. is phenomenal. Super great guy. No, that, that's awesome. And I'm glad that you get, you get so many prominent people behind your cause because it'll bring attention to it. For people Absolutely. to be aware, awareness is a key thing, you know. And I say this with, I don't care if it's business, I don't care if you if it's a cause. Money can only do so much. You have to, you know, bring awareness to the situation. If you bring awareness to it, it'll just grow, and those numbers will grow, and you'll be you'll be impacting more and more people. And that's what you're doing. You're, you're impacting people. And you're doing something good. It's something you don't have to do. You don't have to do this, but you do it because you feel like you have an obligation to give back. Absolutely. And it, it, it just, you know, it goes back to the caretaking. I just mm -hmm. feel as though these people need to be taken care of and they don't have anyone to take care of them. And so I'm here to, yes, not only generate awareness, but also to help these people heal at least to get diagnosed and then you know whatever their treatment is insurance doesn't pay for this treatment it's not recognized by insurance companies really it's, oh, it's so expensive 
it's so incredibly expensive. What we so, so you can you can have this you can have Lyme disease, but the insurance company won't pay for it unless <clears throat> okay. If you go in to a doctor and have a you know a target rash, which is the telltale sign of being bitten by a, a deer tick with Lyme disease, you get a rash that looks typically like a target. Mm -hmm. If you go into a doctor and say, here's my target rash. I was bitten yesterday by a tick. Please put me on antibiotics or, you know, and they, and, and a regular doctor will not even prescribe the right amount. And you should be on six to eight weeks mm -hmm. on antibiotics. And typically they'll put you on two weeks, but unless you go in and they, and, and they are certain that you were bitten by a tick and then you got to catch it early enough, right? Like a couple mm -hmm. of days. Well, I want 16 years. Um, Insurance doesn't pay for it. So I mean, what somebody has to call Warren Buffett and take care of this because this is a little ridiculous. I mean, if you have an illness, insurance should take care of it. They should right. take the premium, right? Right. They take that well, easy enough. Doesn't matter what's going on with you, you know. Well, but go ahead. The, the great, the great thing you mentioned, Warren Buffett. The great thing, and we were talking about this earlier. Um, we were talking about. Um, Chris Christopherson was stars born and we were talking about how he had it and um, didn't know that it was, that it was Lyme disease, you know, thought it was Alzheimer's disease, but you've got Justin Bieber who just came out who has Lyme disease and took him down. And, you know, it's people like, it's like people like him. Um, Avril Lavigne also has Lyme disease. Ben Stiller had Lyme disease. Alec Baldwin has Lyme disease. Uh, Yolanda Hadid, she was, um, you know, on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Ali Hilfiger, a very good friend of mine, um, Ali Hilfiger, Tommy's daughter, has Lyme disease. I mean, there's there are these celebrities that have a voice, mm -hmm. and, and and those are the people that are helping with this disease to become more recognized at a national level, at a worldwide level, at a government level, to stop the the, the crap of not recognizing that this is real. Yeah, I mean, because it is real. Because I mean, if you if this is breaking your body down in such a way that you can't function, how is it not? How can it not be insured? How can how how can insure, an insurance company ignore that? I think attention needs to be brought to that. I think a lot of attention needs to be brought to that. And you know, I mean, rally these celebrities and get and, and because I mean, look, they may have the money to go deal with it, but you have so many people that don't. Look, we just went through an entire year of this pandemic that was recognized. And then all of a sudden it was worldwide. I mean, I get that it was a pandemic. It was killing people. It was a Lyme disease kills people as well. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, I'm not trying to throw shade on COVID and the pandemic, you know, everything that happened with the pandemic. Yeah. Listen, I, I understand. However, the, we are, Okay, let me let me think of the statistics. There are almost four hundred thousand cases of Lyme disease being diagnosed every year in the United States. Okay, those are the positive readings of of, of Lyme disease, right? How, how many of that is how many of that is being treated though? Well, I don't know how many are being treated, but fifty percent of the people who test test negative. So there could be upwards of eight hundred thousand or more. So, you know, so let's just conservatively say 800,000 people mm -hmm. per year that have Lyme disease. And, and so 50% of those people don't know that they have it. 
do you know how many people, how many women get breast cancer? Well, and men too, but predominantly women. There are, I think, 200 and I think 39,000 women that get Lyme, or, uh, breast cancer every year. Look at the numbers. The numbers and, and AIDS is, is down at that level too. I don't know exactly what the number is. So, so these celebrities and you ask, you ask, why is this not being paid for? Because everything, and I don't get me up on my soapbox, but everything, as you know, boils down to politics and money. It always does. It always does. That's why, you know, former Governor uh, Jesse Ventura, be a great state. He's an advocate of a lot of a lot of things, trying to change that and keep, you know, getting off the politics and going into the business of people and helping you, people. You are going to have to come visit us because he lives five minutes away and is a very good friend of ours. So you're going to have to come over and have, we'll have dinner over here because I know the whole wrestling thing and everything. He's oh yeah. Pete, Pete wants me. You wanted me to go there. You too. You know, we'll, we'll make that happen for sure. For sure. Once everything settles down, you know, yeah. but you, but you have some great people around you. And, and you get a lot of support from your family with this. And I commend you with what you're doing. And, you know, we're going to we're going to put something, you know, on the on uh, on the site and everything. And for those see, not only with with the show, it's not only video, it's audio. And a lot of people are listening to this all over the world. So I just want to let you guys know, you know, Twin Cities Lime found this Lime Foundation. You have to check it out. See what Lisa's doing, Lisa and Jerry is doing because she's invoking change. So, you know, and we're going to give you we're going to give you the website at the end of the show again to uh, reinforce that. So you can actually go and check that out. Now, with that said, Lyme disease, you have you have um, next month is Lyme Awareness Month. A lot of things are happening. I wanted to get the jump with bringing you on board and, 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 and speaking about all this. But that's one part of this show. The other part of this show, and, and it goes back to what I said earlier about the superhero, your cape that's not there, all right, and you are the caregiver. Um, you, again, the Twin Cities Lime, you don't have to do, you do because it's you giving back because you feel obligated to do that, to do that to help people. But you also did something else, which when you and I initially spoke about it, this is before you started doing it, I thought it was interesting. Okay, and then you started your own podcast and your own movement, uh, and it's called My Girlfriendships. Now, let's talk about that. Again, something else you don't have to do but you're uniting people. So let's talk about that a little bit. Absolutely. Um, well, I, because my, you know, we talked about my hearing loss and, and the tinnitus that I have in my ears, the ringing in my ears. I don't sit idle for very long because mm -hmm. it would drive me crazy. I think Van Gogh cut off his ear for the same reason, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I don't sit idle for very long. And I guess I've really always been like this, but even more so now with my hearing loss and, you know, stuff, I got to keep myself busy. So, um, so, uh, I reconnected, uh, really, really, um, thoroughly reconnected with three of my best friends from high school, had never lost contact with any of them, but we really, uh, were more communicative with each other and talk, you know, talking more on a regular basis after our 35 year reunion, which was however many years ago now, <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting old. <laughs> Um, so a month ago, but we'll, we'll go from there. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so we started doing something called Marco Polo. So I don't know if you know the app or not Marco Polo. It's a video chat back and yep. forth. Right? 
Um, and it gives you a chance to see each other and it's, it's a more of a connection. It's, it's, you know, it's kind of like the zoom back and forth, but not in real time. And so we started doing that more often. And at one point I said, we have to go on a girl's weekend. We, you know, we haven't seen each other in so long and we don't do things together. We need to start this. So we did a couple of years ago. We went, um, I rented a home out on the water. It was just beautiful in Santa Barbara. I'm originally from California and two of them are out there. Um, I'm in Minnesota and then I got another one in Colorado. And so the four of us met up on, on the beach in Santa Barbara in this cute little quaint home. And we spent about four days together. And um, at one point, one of one of my friends had divulged some information um, about herself that none of us knew about. And it was extremely damaging, extremely to our friend. And um, I'm a caretaker, so I'm always the first one in, the last one out. And I'm the one who rented the car and went shopping at Whole Foods and had all the food ready for everybody and had cards and, and gifts for them on their pillows and all that kind of stuff. So I was, we were at the airport. We all four of us were at the airport and it was kind of like the end of um, Ocean's Eleven, you know, when they're standing at the, the fountain in front of the Bellagio and right. kind of peeling away one by one. And that's what we were doing. And I was the last one in the airport and I sat at the gate and I thought, wow. How many women out there are like our friend that just divulged all this information and that, you know, our friend said, we have to do this. We have to do this every year. I have to do this every year. I, I have, I have worked in my field for 26 years, uh, you know, my profession, and there's still women there that I don't connect with. I don't connect with anybody. Like I connect with you girls. Mm -hmm. And so that really, resonated with me and I sat there in the airport and I thought, you know, I need to write a book and that's where it started. So I started with this book and this book is about, it's not finished. Um, but this book is about how my mom moved me all over the place. I went to 10 different elementary schools, mm -hmm. you know, in junior high and in high school. Um, and I never had a solid girlfriendship mm -hmm. and, um, and so by the time I was in junior high and high school, I really connected with those girls and I hung on to them. I'm an only child. I was raised an only child. I have a half brother and sister, but they were out of the house by the time I was five. Mm -hmm. So I was raised as an only child. And so I didn't really have a family. Right. Um, per se. My father passed away when I was 12. They were separated when he, when I was 10 years old. So it was really just me and my mom mm -hmm. and we moved all over the place. And, um, so I started writing this book. It starts out with the day that my mom passes away and um, it, it transitions. You're making to, me sad. You're making me oh, sad, Lisa. You know, I mean, you, you know, cause all this loss and then people don't know this of all the stuff that you've been through, you know, and, and I, and I have, uh, you know, you and I we're, we're friends. So I feel that a little more than someone listening to the show. So, uh, but, uh, you know, I'm, you, you, you continue. I don't want to interrupt you. Go ahead. It's okay. Well, I appreciate the acknowledgement. I really do. Um, but, um, yeah, so it, 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 it morphs into just really um, my life and, and understanding why I put so much precedence on my girlfriendships. And then it morphs into our girls' weekend and the stuff that went on there. And then why it's really important to – um, sustain and strengthen our girlfriendships, we as women. And, um, 
then after writing, writing, starting writing the book, you know, we started, of course, our social media, mm-hmm. and then we started writing blogs. So we are a, it's mygirlfriendships.com, um, is a website that houses um, all of our blogs. We have three different blogs. We have a let's go, a let's eat, and then girlfriendships. So mm-hmm. the let's go blog is um, places for you to go with your girlfriends. We give, what we do is we pick a state and then we pick two cities in that state. And then we focus on um, where to go and what to do and where to stay um, in the Let's Go blog that comes out on Mondays. And then on the Let's Eat blog, we focus on the same state and two cities. We talk about uh, where to eat if you're in those two cities or if you're staying at a rented home, we give you a recipe. So there's mm-hmm. some phenomenal recipes right. in there. And then girlfriend that comes out on Wednesday and then girlfriendships um, comes out on Fridays. And those are, those are stories that parallel my book. Those are stories that are about me and my girlfriends. And I have to tell you that the, um, the most list, the most read blog in the month of March was my girlfriendships blog that is titled what goes on in Walmart stays in Walmart. And I'm not going to, I didn't want to know, <laughs> know. <laughs> but I got to tell you, so, uh, you know, I reveal, um, I really just opened myself up. I wear my heart on a sleeve anyway, but I really opened myself up in some of these stories. They can be funny. They can be sad. They can be gross. They can be silly. They can be a lot of different things, but they resonate with, who we are as girlfriends to one another. It's real. Uh, it, it's real talk for everyone. And and you doing my girlfriendships, it's not just about you and your friends. It's about everyone. It's about it's, it's creating a a, a, a a do good social media environment because and, and with the Facebooks of the world and the Twitters and everything else and the Instagrams, everything is so. You right. think it's social, so antisocial. With what you're doing, you're bringing people together. So, and, and solidifying solidifying the relationship that they have with one another because right. it's what I feel our world is lacking because of the um, the the antisocial movement that we have with social media. Yeah. Um, it's it's very easy to get to become antisocial using yeah. your phone because you're not connecting with people. I mean, you're virtually connecting, but not really. A text here or sharing a picture there, you know, so on and so forth, but real connections. And that's what you're doing. And you're you're giving these people the opportunity to to have a home where they can do this stuff. Right. Welcome to My Girlfriendships, a weekly podcast created for women like us who want advice on travel destinations, excursions, recipes, stories, restaurants, and products that will strengthen and deepen our girlfriendships. What's this all about? Just listen and you'll know that it's all about the love. Yeah, so it's it's a great company. We've provided a service to sustain friendships to go on to go on these weekends. So our whole business now, this whole company of my girlfriendships is based around going on girls weekend trips together and everything to do with sustaining friendships. So from my little, from my little um, diagram here, we start with the book, then we went to social media, then we went to uh, the blogs, 
then we went to a podcast. The next thing we're rolling out is we will be your go-to for planning your vacation. So we will be the travel agent, if you will, mm -hmm. that plans all of your trip for you. You can do a DIY with our help, or we can customize and do the entire thing for you. Um, beyond that, we're going to do a cookbook because we have all these recipes of things to cook while you're on your uh, girls weekend trip. Um, we are going to do greeting cards. We're going to also have a Loopy's lemonade. So my nickname is oh. Loopy. <laughs> and um, I have a um, I have a cocktail that I I bartended my way through college. That's how I put myself through college. And I have a cocktail that I've created and um, been drinking it for years and years and years. And we have partnered with Hermosa Tequila. Um, they have an organic tequila which is phenomenal. Oh, it's so so good. Um, that is, there's only 5% of the tequilas that are organic and they're one of them. And so um, that's going to be a bottled, you know, uh, my girlfriend ships tequila or drink, Loopy's Lemonade. Um, but the other thing that we're going to do is we're going to do these resource guide events where we come out once a year mm -hmm. with a resource guide of where to go on your girls weekend trips. And those will be events that will be something where you buy a ticket to and you come into wherever it is like let's say let's say in 2022 our theme is wineries um and we have a we have an event at Benovia winery in santa rosa california and it's a place where women will congregate and we'll do a friday night event we'll do a saturday event where i'll be on stage talking and discussing my book and bringing in celebrity guests mm -hmm. and then Sunday we'll have something there too. And then you receive your, your, um, resource guide. So it would be everything wineries, every, every winery that you could go to in every city worldwide and all the sponsors, luggage companies and airlines and Airbnbs and VRBOs and everything. They, 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 these are things that, the people that you guys use and the people on on your your platform use so it's not just random sponsors i want to clear that up with people it's not random sponsors these are tests these are vetted they're, they're tried and true you've used them everything else so people can feel that comfort that hey you know they went there and they're promoting it because they liked it we don't take in any sponsors we have about we have about six sponsors each on our on our podcast, and we don't take in any sponsors that we have not already um, we've not already experienced or utilized or vetted. Like you said, um, that's just, a key it, thing. That's a key thing because people get sponsorship and they don't know who. They, I mean, they're getting money from someone. That's not what this is about. You're the sponsors that are coming on board you've tried it you you're promoting it because it's that good and people should know about it so anyone yeah. we're talking about this is this is what it's all about yeah we are absolutely not going to give any of our listeners or viewers or customers anybody that is is not somebody that we don't already love no that's fantastic that's fantastic now well, what's that website lisa microchips.com uh, right yeah, with an S at the end, mygirlfriendships.com. Yep, absolutely. And we're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And we've also got a Pinterest page. Okay. Um, we, we do lots of things all month long. We have something called Sisterhood Sunday, mm -hmm. where um, we have somebody that will talk about a place where they've been and share pictures 
of their girls weekend. You can also do a review on our website of the same sort of a thing. We have giveaways once a month. Um, we have sponsors that will um, support our giveaways once a month. We have lots of things going on. You have to just have to check us out and kind of follow. And it's kind of a, it's a community is what it is. And you just have to be part of the yeah. community to, to keep up with everything really. It's very fun when we, but you get, you get involved the same way you get involved in a community and you get involved, you do different things. And now is it difficult for someone, let's say someone came across mygirlfriendships.com, they wanted to be a part of it. How difficult is it for them to be a part of it? It's, it's completely arbitrary on, on their end of things. Um, you can certainly engage on on any of our social media. Instagram is probably the the, the, the most widely used. Mm -hmm. um, but we we engage with everybody on all of our social media. But the blogs are also something that really kind of gets you into the back scenes. You really hear what's going on with my girlfriendships um, through the girlfriendship blogs that I'm that I'm writing. You get to know me better and and where I come from and and where really this whole idea emanated from you know it's it, is, but, is that something that, that they have to go pay for is that something that's free it's free nope. everything is free so yep. and I mean, so they can be stalkers and just go there and, and see stuff but actually get something out of it and hear the right. stories and and maybe create their own girlfriendships environment you know as Absolutely. opposed to you know uh you know feeling alone so i mean in, in this day and age with the pandemic a lot of people i'm sure have felt that way a little yeah. alone, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And the podcast provides that too. It's me and um, our COO of the company, Paula. And um, it's not very long. It's like 30 minutes long. You can listen to it going to Target or the grocery store or on the treadmill. And we just tell stories. We talk about our blogs a little bit. We just tell stories and we laugh. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's something to resonate with other women and, um, you know, just be a part of. But we, what we want to provide is a, a way for you to engage and connect and sustain your girlfriendships. Okay, cool. And then your podcast they can find on the website? Absolutely. We have a, um, we have a page on our website that is um, the tab on the top that says connect and it will take you right to the podcast and you can go right to the episodes and click right on there and go right over to it. And the podcast, can they listen to it elsewhere or, or is it just on your site? Yep. Nope. They can listen. Um, Spotify, um, Spotify, well, iTunes, Google, yeah, you know, Audible, all this, all this fun stuff. Yeah, all those okay, different, good. all those different ones. Yeah, all the stuff that's on the bottom of this screen, people. Okay, just look for my girlfriendships, and and you'll you'll get to find them and find out more about what Lisa Nigerian's doing, the great things she's doing with Twin City Lime Foundation, you know, with my girlfriendships, and her just being the caretaker. Next time we're gonna have a little cartoon, an avatar. She's gonna have a cape and everything going on, you know. But this is great. What was her name? Jessica, Jessica Rabbit, or what was it on, uh, what was her name? Wait, which one? Jessica, what, the, the Jessica Rabbit, the cartoon? Yeah, you're going to make me look like her? No, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to get somebody to draw this up and, and really make, make make that into a comic, because that would be, that would be interesting. We can make yeah. it into a, a My Girlfriendship superhero type of thing, because everyone that, that's involved with your, you know, I mean, your girlfriends, your friends, they're all moms and stuff like that. So you have the super mom contingent making things happen. 
And I think that's fantastic. That's fantastic. <laughs> so now in, in closing, you know, what I want you to do, if you can, you know, give a shout out to who you need to give a shout out. Uh, also give the websites again so that, you know, again, it's not just the video that people are looking at is people listening that may yeah. have an interest in what you're doing. Sure. Absolutely. Well, uh, you can find us, you can find Twin Cities Lyme, if, should you need any help at all, or absolutely any information, you can search our website there um, to glean a lot of information about Lyme disease. And we are at TwinCitiesLyme.org. Um, you could probably Google my name, Lisa Najarian, N-A-J-A-R-I-A-N, and, and pull it up through there as well. Um, and if you're looking for some uh, fun girlfriend-type stuff, and a go-to for all of your girls' weekend needs. You find us at mygirlfriendships.com. Gosh, we've got so many uh, suggestions for you to travel with your girlfriends. If it's either by plane or by car um, or something in your hometown, you can find it on our website to plan a girls' weekend. Um, lots of recipes if you're cooking, even in your own home, or if you're on a girls' weekend, you got lots of stuff there, and then a lot of stories that. I'm sure would resonate with you and then our podcast and lots of things rolling out in the future. So that is my girlfriend ships with an S at the end.com. That's so. awesome. And I think all the husbands out there, uh, the boyfriends out there, get your girls involved with this because <laughs> they'll go away for a weekend and maybe you can go play cards or have some beers or whatever with your friends. Okay. <laughs> but, but anyway, Lisa, thank you for coming on the show. You know, I love you and, I, and you're doing some amazing things. You always have my support. And, uh, you know, and I do I do want to say that anyone that's listening, go support Twin Cities Lime Foundation. Do that. They're doing great things. And Lisa, the uh, caretaker of them all, the superhero, is making things happen. Lisa, thank you so much. And we're going to bring you back on, you know, uh, soon enough. And, and actually, the next time I bring you on, I don't want it to just be you. I want to bring on some of your friends. We're going to talk about what you're doing because I think that's important because that's the social part of what we what we do here. So we're going to make that happen, okay? we got to get Pete on too because he is definitely the uh, wind beneath my wings. Oh, so. he, Pete's, you know, look, I'll close out with this, that Pete's a great guy. I, I love the guy. I love your husband to death. And, you know, would it would have been great for him to be here by your side? Yes. We'll do that another time. But I wanted to put the focus on you because I think people needed to hear this. They needed to hear about Lyme disease. They need to hear about what your your social plight with my girlfriendships. I think this stuff is important. Okay, we're going to have another opportunity to bring Pete on, and we're going to talk about this stuff. And he's going to bring his Hawaii Five O action shirt on, his tan, and he's styling profile. He's looking too good for TV, I think. You know, but I but I know who presses his shirts. I know that. <laughs> Lisa, yeah. thank you so much. But I want you to hang with me uh, for a minute. And again, for you listeners and viewers, go to uh, ucwradio.com, check out the shows. And again, support the Twin Cities Lime Foundation, doing some great things. Support Lisa Nigerian and her plight. Thank you so much. Thank you. Talk to her. We're all different. There are no two people alike. We've all got a story. I went 16 years undiagnosed, which was a really long, hard road of trying to figure out what was going on. I started Twin Cities Lyme Foundation because I do not want other people to have to go that long. Breaking down in the dark. I felt weird in my brain. I felt weird in my body. There are no words to describe 
the pain and suffering we go to on a daily basis. It became so terrible that she couldn't function in the real world. And what they really don't know is the pain sometimes behind the smile. I woke up, went to the bathroom, and on the mirror was a letter telling me that she had gone to a nearby park and shot herself. Each day hotter than the last. So our mission is to get people to a Lyme literate practitioner to get diagnosed. Early detection is so critical and it's so rare. If you diagnose these patients earlier, they do better. I know you got lost along the way. Here in Minnesota, Lyme carrying ticks have made our state the second most concentrated hotspot in the nation for contracting the disease. And because of statistics like that, we're gathering in Minnesota tonight, and it is exactly why Twin Cities Lyme Foundation exists and was founded. We've done this tonight to raise money to help spouses and other people get healed. But I see you. That's why we're asking you to be stewards. I really hope that we can raise a ton of money and spread awareness so that we can spread the word and help this awful disease go away. What is your major malfunction? So let it be written. So let it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.